Hello and welcome to the Pod Lack of Football Cast. I am your host, Kyle Began, and I am, of course, joined by our forever guests who never leave, Cami Ross and Andrew McCavenue. Woo! He has us locked up. (laughs) (laughs) And in today's podcast, we will be covering our Sky Fantasy Football overhaul drafts. But before we properly get into those, Cami, I've asked you to do it once before. Go on and do it again. What are the, what do the people need to know? What is the context? What's happening in fantasy football well, that you've been keeping up with so closely? Fantasy football, I doubt it. It's been a thrilling time in Sky Fantasy football. Oh, it has. The overhaul. The overhaul started sometime around two weeks ago, <laughs> and I was made aware of this sometime around one week ago. Yes. This means that we are allowed to make unlimited transfers and change our team completely. And spoiler alert, I have not taken advantage of that in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> what, we're, what we should have done and what would have been the smart thing to do is look at who teams are playing because there's only about 10 games left so you can make very educated decisions pick players that are playing poorer teams for 10 games straight have lots of single day captaincies make sure you spread your points over lots of game days lots of captains yeah, generate as much return for your investment as you can yeah. but instead what I've done <laughs> is bring in Mark Cucurella <laughs> Because I, I looked at the game days and I realised that Man United are playing today, or to, uh, sorry, tomorrow, before Liverpool play. So I thought, well, I could bring in Ronaldo and mm-hmm. then transfer him out for Salah. Yeah. And then what I realised was, is that next week on the 15th of February, Manchester United play Brighton. Yep. So the shrewd move would be to bring in a Brighton defender instead of Cristiano Ronaldo. So nice. that's what that's what I've gone for, and that's just a little a little early insight into the thinking that's guided my transfer process throughout this overhaul. Nice uh, to 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 go to another one of our experts, Andrew. What were your feelings coming into this this overhaul? What were you were you excited? Were you nervous? I was excited. I was nervous. I was anxious. <laughs> But I've came out the other end of it, <laughs> and now here I am. Yeah. I'm so I'm so, I'm so happy to hear that. Um, just, just speak on my personal emotions. Nope. Oh, Cam, Cam, you need to flick your camera. Um, just, just speak on my personal, my personal emotions. There we go. There we are. Yeah, uh, at this sort of this thrilling and vital time. Uh. I've been quite busy working on stuff, and so I found that it was a really poor use of my time. Uh, so to get into our, to get yeah, into that our, is fair enough. If you contrast us to the first overhaul in September, the roller coaster of emotions that we rode through that um, week long uh, unlimited transfer window is has paled in comparison to this. Oh, yeah, so between us, we've made what I'm going to guess. A maximum of 15 changes. A lot of them might be mine. Yeah. We'll see. I, I will see because I think, I don't know. Um, so I guess I'm, I'm going to get my, my. I was going to say I was going to get my team up on my other monitor, but I'm just, I'm going to get my, I've got a laptop. So this is it's going to go on the right hand side of my screen next to Cammy's head. And we are, we're ready to go. So the first big reveal, big reveal. What formations have you guys selected? Five, three, two. 
Oh, shred. <laughs> defensive, the defensive positioning for which I'm so well known. Nice. Uh, my staunch belief and a solid foundation to build upon has mm. guided my philosophy through this transfer window. It's that's also your philosophy in, in life and, and in love. I've heard as well. It's always best to be as defensive as possible <laughs> at all moments in time, mm. and that's mm. I've carried this thinking into fantasy football. Nice. Uh, uh, oh, another thing I wanted to say, Andrew, just before I ask you, your actually tell us your formation first. Uh, it's a four, three, three. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 sneaky! Spoiler alert there. <laughs> um, it's, it's a four, three, three. Uh, uh, mine's a five, three, two as well, Grammy, because I, I just I share your pillars about love and defensiveness. Uh, hmm. The other, I've got two two main things to say. Obviously, just to remind you guys of something that Cammy spoke about last time. With single game days and the amount of games postponed because of COVID, there are a number of affecting factors that have, so, and we'll get into them when we talk about the individual choices, but there has, a, a few of us will have picked a slightly different spread of players than we would have picked if we were playing the other FBL because we have to cover, or we don't have to, but we're trying to cover as many important single game days as possible, especially knowing that we don't know all the ones that will be announced. Because certain teams have three games still to be played that could be played whenever. And so it's good to cover off those teams. Cammy's <laughs> lights have gone out for Cammy again. Yeah? So that I've not that's, got electricity bill. That's 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 the um that's the the gist of my point. And and we'll be back in just a minute when Cammy's camera turns on. Dun, 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 dun. There we are. Hello and welcome back to the lack of depth. Pod cast. Um, we <laughs> we will do, we'll say our we're gonna say our our goalkeepers first. We always do Cami to Andrew, so we're gonna continue with that trend. Cami, your first. What goalkeeper have you selected, and why? I've selected Aaron Ramsdale, and the reason I've selected him is because I already had him in my team, and the only other goalkeeper that I could even entertain bringing in would be. Um, Jose Sa, but considering Wolves, Wolves have a horrendous stretch of fixtures coming up, which is quite disappointing because I really want to bring in either Connor Cody or Jose Sa or Kilman or some cheap Wolves defender to allow me to go all out in my limited striking positions. Um, but unfortunately, that's not possible. So I've been landed with um, Aaron Ramsdale. Pragmatic, pragmatic. So I'm next. And of course, going into this, we all had Aaron Ramsdale. I've changed. <gasps> and I've gone for and I've gone for a man known to some lads as Popey. Nick Pope, of course, that is. And the reason why I've gone for Nick Pope is because he has five games in hand, which just means he's gonna play a lot of games. So I felt I needed a Burnley player and I had Maxwell Cornet. And then I just, I wasn't filled in confidence in that. And I also had to bring in other teams. And I came up with this idea in my head that I would have 11 players from 11 different teams. And that's when I started uh, rotating Pope and De Gea in goal. And I eventually I, I stuck with Pope. And shockingly, he did keep a clean sheet. I wasn't expecting that. He's kept a clean sheet already against Watford in a single captaincy day. 
So I'm I'm 24 points in the green. Incredible. But if you look at the games he's about to play, which I believe are Man United and Liverpool, mm. I think I could be back in the yeah. red. But quite soon. of those through those three games, you would have absolutely taken an average of eight points a game. I absolutely, you know what, Cammy, I absolutely would have. And if I they play Man United, Liverpool, then they play Brighton, then they play Tottenham, then they play Palace. Oh, oh Brighton Tottenham's so a guaranteed nil nil. It's oh. so good. Uh, Andrew, who have you selected and why? Oh, I have remained with Ramsdale. <laughs> <laughs> no politics. Ever, ever the remainder, Andrew. <laughs> because. I just like him. Like, I just like him. He's done really well. He's cheap. I was considering Pope, um, but he's actually cheaper. Yeah. cheaper than Pope. And uh, I had Pope for quite a while in my, in my team and I was doing all my sort of drafts with him. And then I thought, oh, look at his upcoming fixtures because the Watford one's really good. And I seen it was Man United, Liverpool, Brighton, Tottenham and Palace and I thought there's no way they're keeping it he might get saves bonuses but he also might concede three goals in every single one of those maybe yeah. not Brighton but so that's he's why he's less likely to get consistent clean sheets than Aaron Ramsdale because yeah. Arsenal Arsenal, if they want to play Champions League football they're not going to do it by scoring a lot of goals they're yeah. going to have to be very solid defensively I think they will be. Another thing I liked about Ramsdale and the reason why I had I'd sort of the opposite process of Andrew. I had asked Ramsdale most of my drafts. The reason why I struggled to part with him is that he's actually a good captaincy choice. Obviously on Sky, uh, Sky FF, you get bonuses for saves and stuff. So he's actually a good captaincy choice on his own, even not on a single game day, which yeah, Pope yeah. isn't. And so that's kind of a differential factor as well but the other reason why I'll explain as I get into my team the reason why I didn't pick Ramsdale and ended up picking Pope is I thought they were good outfield Arsenal players to pick and I didn't think they were good outfield uh, Burnley players to pick and so in order to cover both teams I've gone with, instead with an Arsenal defender uh, rather than the keeper and although I could have doubled up I'm better for the single game days if I don't very fair very fair so in terms of our defenses i don't really know how we're gonna work one way to the other because of course it's like all it's all scattered across the screen as you saw in, in andrew's behind his we head. could do we could just say all our defenses at once i could get my screen up and i could point at them okay andrew you start get up your thing and point at them and then me and cameos riff off well, well you may see my you may see my midfielders oh no well, we'll, we'll pretend we'll, we'll pretend not. no <laughs> well, we don't see I've the one got, in the middle. So I've got Laporte, Gabriel, <laughs> Cancelo, and Trent. Oh, nice, nice, nice. That that's those are really good. That's solid defense. I had all four of those defenders in my draft at one point. Nice, nice. I took out I took out Laporte. Um, and nice. Left, left Diaz in. Nice. I just. I don't I I don't have a pressing need to save money on my team on behalf of my inexplicably cheap midfield. Nice. Um and then I had Gabrielle in, but as much as I like Arsenal's defense, I absolutely do not trust Arsenal to continue performing in a consistent manner at any moment in time. 
and being that I've already got Ramsdale, I don't feel a pressing need to double up on the Arsenal defence. So instead, I agree with I the have... second point. I think not doubling up is smart. Yeah. Because we all saw when five at the back became better. Talk, talk about not doubling up. Oh, fuck. I have Virgil van Dijk as my second Liverpool defender, which I'm not massively happy about because I don't think Liverpool are great in defence. He gets passing tears, though. And That's he's my more nailed, He's more he's nailed than Laporte or Diaz. Might score a goal every now and then. True. True. Andrew, you've commented before that you like Van Dijk as a pick. Do you still agree with that? Yeah, but I thought it's too expensive. I'd rather have Laporte. Yeah, smart. So my differentials from you two baboons, sorry, that was harsh. Uh, I've gone for Trent and Kinsella, which you both have, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. I've gone for Laporte. Oh. Uh, so the whole, Gab, the whole one from each team. I've gone for Laporte and Gabriel. Oh. And then my fifth defender, who I really wanted, is Luca Dean. And the reason why I selected Luca Dean is because he's nailed. They saw they put Matt Target out on loan. And I wanted uh I either wanted the Villa goalkeeper or a Villa defender because the fixtures are just insane. They're fixed. They have the best fixtures from now until the end of the season. And they're also their immediate fixtures are quite good as well. And so uh, that is on the uh, fantasy football uh, scout tracker app that I, I pay two pounds a month for. And they, they told me that they told me Sad. that uh, Aston Villa defender or an Aston Villa player in general would be a good pick. And so although I wanted Coutinho, I went for Dean because if we learned anything from the first half of the season, Defence always wins. Hey, Defence wins championships, as they say in America. As they say in, in, in the Americas. So, Andrew, please, now... Uh, oh, and also why I went for Laporte and not Diaz. Diaz is very expensive. And Laporte... That's the is same thing. Oh, you're, you're entering into the dangerous deep waters of pet roulette. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. You say that if a player has consistently played the entire season, the chances of them continuing to play coming out of an international break under Pep Guardiola, don't fancy it. Although, having said that, it could well be Diaz that gets benched and John Stones play the remainder of the game. Tammy's wee legs. I actually think they'll both get benched quite a lot because... Uh, Man City have won the league. Man City have won the league in the Champions League. They'll really want that now. Yeah, definitely. Could actually end of my analysis... Andrew, your midfield, you fucking idiot. Oh, let me get my <laughs> let me get my little virtual background up. So I have wait, this way. Gallagher. Oh, oh. Followed by oh. <laughs> Madison. <laughs> and then furthered by Bowen. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. Your athleticism knows no bounds. Andrew, some, some reasons. Do we have some reasons? Um, well, I think Bowen and Gallagher is pretty like obvious. Yeah. They've both been performing really well. I expect them to continue to perform really well. And Bowen will be playing as striker since Antonio is not feeling like playing. Um, yeah. And Madison, just because he's been pretty good recently. Uh, Leicester have had a ton of, like, a ton of cancelled fixtures. So I think having a Leicester player in is pretty decent and he's cheaper than you might expect. 
And also, great hair. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, so I've I've got the I've got the two I think Cammy might have as well. I've got no because he's got Declan Rice. Uh, I've gone for <laughs> I've gone it's for I've gone for Gallagher and Bowen, obviously, and then my third is uh, Ward Prowse. Uh, first of all, I'll interject by saying I don't like the obviously that's being attached to Gerard. I don't think he's an obviously candidate, is he? I think he's an obviously candidate. He's got more points than any other midfielder in the uh, game. I've picked a different claret-wearing midfielder. Declan Rice and Mark Noble. I hope it's Ben Rama. That would be fun. Uh, I've gone uh, those two, and I've gone Ward Prowse because they have a single game day against Norwich, and I genuinely couldn't think of a third midfielder that I wanted. I actually had Madison in a lot of my early drafts as well. But they don't have as many single game days as Burnley, and their immediate fixtures are like so scary. Like yeah. their immediate fixtures are fierce, and I think this is going to be the fixture run where Brendan Rodgers loses his job. And you know, <laughs> and so I think if Brendan Rodgers, if it's so bad that Brendan Rodgers does lose his job, even though Andrew would be upset with how Madison performed, I think he'd ultimately be happy with the outcome. Yeah. It balances out. Oh, so, I mean, I don't I mean, really think the fixture run makes that much of a difference because even when they lost seven two to Man City, Madison still got something like thirteen <laughs> points. So, yeah, like catching. <laughs> so either way, what a result. I, I still heavily subscribe to fixtures above everything else. Mm. They'll win the Conference League. That's got to count for something fancy football. They're coming up against Randers FC. I think they'll win, or maybe not. Uh, Cammy, do you have any thoughts at all on your own team? Well, so I've I've stuck with Connor Gallagher because he's good and he's cheap. Um, I've stuck with Declan Rice as well because oh. I and the Declan Rice one, I'll not I'll not lie, is annoying me quite often because oh. for some reason he refuses to score in the league and then goes and plays like prime fucking Eusebio in the FPL cups. He. His, he scored something like three goals um, in like the FPL Cup. Last, like, fucking yeah, what's the FPL Cup? I've got no idea. The FA Cup. The Sky FF Cup. The energy drink sponsored cup. Other yeah. energy drinks are available. All of them. He keeps scoring in those games. And then when it comes to the Premier League, absolute pass merchant. Terrible. He's scoring in the Europa League as well, I bet. Yeah, so I'm basically I'm keeping Declan Rice till he starts scoring, and my other midfielder is none other than Rodri, because, because... defense wins championships. Okay, but he doesn't get a clean sheet bonus. No, he doesn't. But he, he gets does get tackles. He, he does get a passing bonus in pretty much every single game that he plays, and he's only like eight point seven million, and also Rafinha. Rafinha looks like he may be in and out of the lineup going forward, and also Leeds don't have particularly great fixtures anyway. So I thought, I've got tons of cash left over. I'll take a punt on Rodri. I think, Rodri. I think Rodri's interesting. I just, some would call, I, I enjoy some it. call it fun. I would, I would, I would, rather, I would <laughs> rather watch Manchester City than continue to watch like St. Maximum in the hopes of a Newcastle goal or something like that. So I'm, go, I'm going with Rodri. I like it. Andrew... Uh, my thoughts on Rodri are him and Declan Rice will get you four points a game. 
That's, that's, not, the, that's not a captaincy, lucky that, is for that you. Not, is that not exactly what you're looking for in fantasy football? <laughs> Cons- low scores. I think it will make, I, I'm not sure, it might make me feel something at some point. We're just, we're just hoping at this point. Uh, we're hoping, and Andrew, for your final display. My your... big reveal, no, I can't do it because it doesn't go down, so I just have to say. Oh. Um, I've got Ronaldo, which I wasn't happy about, um, <laughs> and I'll get into later. I just don't think he's only very good this season. Nice. Uh, Jota, and then I've got, finally, Big Wow, Big Weggy, <laughs> Big Weg horse. <laughs> no way. I what is fun. I need, need, a, need a Burnley player. All the other positions are so hard to choose from. There's actually no good strikers this season. Yeah, true. So why not? Fair, fair. Might, I mean, he didn't score at the weekend. He might just hit the ground running and score a hat trick against Man United. Weghurst. What He's I can add to the, the Weghurst drama is that if this was FPL and I had, uh, it's called a wild card on that. If I had an FPL wild card, I'd bring in Edward because uh, there Gallagher has like the next six fixtures. One of them's Chelsea, so but he won't even play in that. And the rest are all like relegation fodder or just above. And so if Odson Edward starts all of them, he'll probably score in at like least one or two, maybe get a few assists. So I would have doubled up on them as my fun pick. Yeah, uh, I of course went boring and went for the the widest possible spread. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll now reveal mine because the most interesting thing I did was not pick a Manchester United player despite their really good fixture run and uh, single game day. And there's a week where they have their the only one or two games on. Uh, because the reason I didn't go with them is because uh, Fernandez is really expensive and that would lock me in for the rest of the season. It's very hard to shuffle to a cheaper player. You have to do at least two transfers to go from Fernandez to anyone reasonably priced. And I didn't really want to lock in a midfielder at like 12 million. Yeah. Uh, Ronaldo is really fucking expensive as well. And so in a lot of my drafts where I have Laporte, I had Varane instead. And I thought that would just tick over. I'd get a few captaincies out of him. He'd only be in for five weeks and then I'd bring Laporte back in. But then I decided that that was... Um, uh, I just didn't feel very good about betting in United over Man City. Yeah, so Varane seems to be injured. A lot. Oh, and he never like gets... Lot, he lot. also never gets passes. He I never, also, I don't, got, I don't fancy Man United to get many clean sheet bonuses. They seem to be incredible at giving away last minute goals. Yeah, really, really, really bad goals as well. Just like really yeah. unforced errors. Varane, Varane was out and uh, all the other ones were out as well. And... I just decided with all the expensive cuts, I couldn't be arsed. And so I wanted someone who was good and a bit of an enabler. And so I've gone for a front two of Salah and Hyunmin Son. Mm. Thinking Hyunmin Son might not be the biggest hauler every week, but he ticks over. And having him instead of one of the other ones gives me another million to play around, which ultimately meant that I could get Ward Prowse in and Laporte in and Gabriella in and all these players have been playing quite well. And so although Hyunmin Son is very expensive. I do view him as a kind of enabler when you're looking at the fact that I'm assuming both of you guys still have Ronaldo. And so it's kind of that point where I've gone for that instead. Cammy's like, you've... Well, this is where my dividends of not really playing fantasy football since the beginning of December have really kicked in. Because as we sit here, I still have 18 unused transfers to use Mm -hmm. over the next 
what, 10 games. Cool. So what I've gone for, and this is kind of my idea with my very cheap midfield and my expensive back line, is that I'm just going to rotate my strikers between whoever has single captaincy game days against Norwich or similar teams. So up front, I currently have Josh King based on playing Burnley. Good. And then even better than Salah. No. He's not, well, he's not playing until Thursday. (laughs) You'll come back around. You'll come back around. Also, also, I'll even start that game though. I was, I, he, yeah, that's what I was. I'm going to wait to see when the like the lineups come out for that game because I'm quite convinced, especially since they've just signed Diaz, that they might just be like, take a rest. Or yeah, play. I mean, I just that's why I have Jota in because I'm not convinced I will be starting. Won't be st- he, he will be starting after this game, right? Yeah. But I'm not convinced he'll start this game and have a decent amount of transfers left. I'm 15, so I can take a risk. I can leave Jota in. Yeah, exactly. And if Salah starts I've got 12, firing. so I'm not really big on the old risky. And the old risk. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'm gonna bring in I'm gonna bring in Salah at the end of this week. My week has been absolutely destroyed by Antonio announcing that he's too tired to play football. Nice. Um, because he was gonna be my captain on Tuesday, and then I'd have probably kept him in for another week or two, then taken him out. But it looks like unless he is playing tomorrow night which, again, I won't be able to know because I'm going out for dinner, so I won't be able to watch. Um, I, I'll just, I'm just going to have to take him out, which seems really, really sad because it's just been the overhaul. So I'm going to have to spend a transfer on bringing in Eduard or Zaha. I'm not sure yet. And then I'll bring in Salah for King, and I can just continue rotating my strikers based on who is playing single game days. Yeah, when did you read about Antonio being out? Because I've just searched up Antonio and it says Michael Antonio set for Watford return. Yeah, well, um, it was just David Moyes said that um, he's not sure because he, he's very tired after international duty. But I, I don't know. I mean, they don't have any other strikers do this. So there's always hope. It there's says here hope. that Antonio will resume his Premier League campaign after having scored for the Reggae Boys with a Z in their defeat to Panama. I didn't know that was their nicknames. Oh, West Ham have just done that. I hope West Ham haven't done that. <laughs> That's my only take. I hope West Ham haven't done that. Mm. I hope Cammy can get a lamp or something behind them in the next podcast. Uh, is there... No, it's not that, Cammy. It's just how it, you look like you're being investigated. <laughs> <laughs> the IRS are after me. You look like Lord, a disgrace. to stack up. I can't the MP zooms the nation to explain why the cheese pie was needed. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it was just a couple of plates of crisps. Um, plates of crisps. Uh, I think they're all very good. I think mine's is the best. I'm gonna spank you. No, I don't give a shit. Oh. <laughs> uh, any ending comments, Andrew? We'll leave the platform to you. What do you have to say to the people of the nation? Good night. <laughs> My toilet's broken. Good, good night. Bye. Bye bye. Hurrah. That was great. That was so good. <laughs>